Fellas, are your orgasms leaving both you and your partner unsatisfied and underwhelmed? Do you ever wish you could come like a porn star? Like, we're talking, I'll change the sheets while you go take a shower coming. Look no further than Load Boost. Load Boost is a supplement for men's sexual health that, among other things, increases semen volume, orgasm intensity, and increases ejaculation power while also just generally making orgasms feel better for men. Aside from helping you empty your clip like Rambo in the jungle, Load Boost's premium blend of active ingredients is formulated to improve prostate health and function. You can try Load Boost today risk-free by going to www.loadboost.com and using the promo code BASEMENT10 to get 10% off your entire order at checkout. And don't forget, every purchase you make helps us fund this show as well. So think about it. You get to help our show and flood your gates like never before. Once again, go to www.loadboost.com and use the promo code BASEMENT10 to get 10% off your order at checkout. Thanks for listening and have a happy ending. I'm good at talking myself up to the point where I think I oversell myself sometimes. Like all, you know what's weird? In every single one of my interviews, we always talk nothing about the interview. I've had that happen for a few. When I got my my teaching job, me and my me and the guy that interviewed me, we ended up talking about music for like twenty minutes. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, so you're like, huh? How the hell did we? Get kind of makes me wonder. Makes, makes me think that he hired me just because he thought I was cool. <laughs> a nice guy. Oh, you like the same music? Sweet. All right. Welcome to the Basement Lounge. Grab a chair, grab a drink, and settle in. Let's have some fun. Have you heard about this Joss Whedon interview? No, somebody posts. I think a couple people posted stuff about it. So, he did an interview with, uh, I think it was the New with the New Yorker, New York Magazine, or something like that. Um, it, it was like, the whole thing was like a whole expose, like about him, but it was mostly focused on like like the shit that went down with Justice League and all that. Yeah, and and he has, and he hasn't said anything about it, and it's been five years now. It'll be five years this summer. He's never said a word about it. And it's like this is his opportunity to kind of like clear the air, especially after all the shit that's been said about him by Ray Fisher and Gal Gadot. And he just made himself look like the most racist piece of shit on the face of the fucking earth. Seriously? Like he talked about. So one of the things that like Ray Fisher would always talk about was, you know, they lightened his skin tone in, in Whedon's version of the movie and they cut. And I mean, we've seen they cut his fucking yeah. part to nothing. And Whedon's response to that was, well, we color saturated the movie so it made everything look look lighter it's not my fault that he's just a bad actor oh called him like a bad actor like four times and said that his part in the movie didn't make any sense to begin with which had everybody going what the fuck are you talking about i know like like every everyone who watched the snyder cut was coming out saying like dude he was the fucking best part of the goddamn movie And then the shit with Gal Gadot, because she had said that like he was making threats against her career and shit. And his response to that was, well, English isn't her first language, so she didn't understand what I was really saying. And I was like, really? That's your argument? Really? Two Fast and the Furious movies, a Wonder Woman movie, and a couple other movies before this, but you were the one who were like, oh, but yeah, her English isn't good. That's why it was she was she didn't understand what I was saying. Nobody else had a problem with this chick, but you, dude. Damn, what a dick! 
and it goes, I mean, the, the interview itself is like, it's like 10 pages. It's like a whole fucking feature just about Joss Whedon. Cause it talks about stuff like the girl from Buffy that's accused him of shit. And yeah. I don't know if you ever heard, but like, like Michelle Trachtenberg, where she was on the show, like would not be in the same room as him, like yeah. alone. Um, and the whole thing just com- makes him coming out looking like a bigger piece of shit than he already did. <laughs> That's hard to do, too. No shit. It's kind of got everybody like, like somebody was, I forget, I think it was Grace Randolph or somebody posted on Twitter. They were like, Disney and Kevin Feige and like the Avengers cast need to like weigh in on this. Like, the pilot, they should let him go. They should get rid of him. Well, they already did. It was because oh, yeah, he did okay. the first two Avengers movies, but it's like, like they need to like weigh in. Like, is this why he got let go from the Avengers? Like, what was he like on set making those movies? Probably one after Scarlett Johansson. Probably. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's so, I cannot imagine that his publicist read that interview and was like, yeah, this is fine. Oh, totally. This could, this can only end He's well. He's some publicist. What are you talking about? I know. No, and that's gotta be it. There's no way any publicist worth their salt in Hollywood would look at that and not fucking put a stop to it. Yeah. Damn. He's just a bad actor. We made everything lighter. <laughs> Which, I mean, I hate. What? <laughs> just says the N word. Like if he had, if he had just left it at the we made everything look lighter thing, I I could have maybe overlooked that because his version of the movie is really bright and really yeah. oversaturated. But to sit there and like call him a bad actor and the shit about Gal Gadot comes across as really xenophobic. Yeah, and um, he at one point said that like the Snyder cut existing doesn't make any sense to him, and it's like really, yeah. Well, well, obviously, because his his was kind of the movie made no sense to anybody. <laughs> sure, I'm sure Zack Snyder felt the same thing about your version of the movie, there, Joss. Like, like this doesn't make any fuck? fucking sense. What the fuck? Like, I I only watched Snyder Cut. Like I said, I I've never watched the the original now because I watched Snyder Cut first. Yeah, because everybody said that the original was so bad. It's it's just a mess. <clears throat> his whole interview comes across as a guy saying, like, I'm not a sexist. I have a mom. <laughs> I'm not a racist. I once held the door open for a black guy. It's and spit on him. And spit on him. <laughs> and said he was a bad person. <laughs> said he was a bad actor. <laughs> yeah. And we just made everything look lighter. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, that dropped like yesterday. And it, it it blew my fucking mind. That's crazy. That's absolutely fucking crazy. Yeah. I was going to say something. That was, what was I was going to say to that. I don't, I don't know. The fuck was it? God damn it. <laughs> Um, what was it? What was it? Oh, I I finished Hawkeye finally. Oh, did you? All right, what you think? Tell me something about Hawkeye. Yeah, it was great. What you Absolutely. think? Fucking. I mean, I knew who was in it. Yeah, but still, it. like, it, was, it makes everything like how they've always said that wasn't he, that that the Marvel shows had nothing to do with the Marvel. Yeah, you're like, well, that's off the table. They took that away. They between, took that with obviously between between him and Charlie Cox, Cox and Spider Man. Yeah. Spoilers. Um, no, but I I loved it when he was like that last episode he's so fucking good in it like it's like nothing it's like no time has passed yeah he still fucking got it i i do think it's really weird that he's wearing the hawaiian shirt the entire time so a lot of people were giving him shit about that um there's actually a spider-man daredevil like where one he, off, where he dressed yeah, no, exactly fucking oh, like that because at first i was watching it like <clears throat> interesting i know exactly what you're talking about too it's yeah. just like one of those things that you don't like I'm You're so, so used so, to him in a in the, the suit. The suits, yeah. yeah. Uh, but he just, yeah, he. And what I what I love was like they were really good about like 
how they shot him. Like they always shot him from like these upward because Vera Farmiga is tall. Yeah. So like shooting him from these upward angles to make him look really imposing and yeah. And like I said, it's like he hasn't missed a fucking step. And it obviously, like we know, he wasn't he wasn't snapped. Oh, absolutely. So those whole five years, everybody was gone. He was just building himself back up. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how he plays out and everything. If he plays out in anything. I mean, obviously, I feel like he had to because of how it ends. Well, and why would... Well, because Echo, the deaf girl, she's getting her own show. Is she really? Yeah. I did not know that. Um, And I know a lot of folks are saying, like, 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 like he's not dead. Like, there's actually a, ver- a, a story in the comics where he gets shot uh-huh. and goes blind. Mm. So I'm wondering if they're going to bring that in, especially if they're going to reintroduce if they're going to reintroduce Daredevil. Yeah. Be an interesting dynamic. I didn't know she was getting her own spinoff. Yeah, they announced that after her episode, her where she, where she first shows up. Huh. Drops that she's getting her own show. That's really good. That's a really good idea. Yeah, I, I like I liked her a lot, especially because she's really good in it. Because she's she's actually deaf, mm-hmm. the actress. Um, and then like weaponizing your own fucking prosthetic leg was mm-hmm. was really cool. No, she was she was great. Um, trailer from Moon Knight came out. Yeah, it was good. I don't know enough about the, about Moon Knight. He's so batshit crazy. Is it like the whole premise of him in the comics is he's he's so insane that you. He and you don't ever really know what's real and what's not. Gotcha. Um, it's a lot of folks like like to kind of liken him to Batman, which I, I kind of get. But it's like if Batman had a personality disorder and a god complex. Oh. <laughs> so Jeff Bezos. Like. So <laughs> Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Um, but like it looks really brutal and really fucked up, and I like Oscar Isaac a lot. Yeah. So yeah, I I love the trailer. I've been wanting a Moon Knight thing for a while when they announced they were doing this i got really excited yeah i I, I didn't know enough about trailer looks solid so i was like okay hey basement lounge fans this is mike shea for those of you who don't know december 30th marks four years since my father passed away after battling leukemia so every year i like to dedicate my birthday month of january to raising money for the leukemia and lymphoma society the lls does amazing work for both leukemia patients and their families So please, if you have the means to do so, consider donating to this wonderful organization in memory of my father. You can do this real easily by going to tblpod.net slash LLS or go to the website and click the donate to the LLS button at the top of the page. Every little bit you can contribute helps. Even if all you do is tell other people about it, help spread the word and help us raise money for a wonderful organization that does amazing work for people all over the world. Thank you very much and happy new year. They showed it during one of the shittiest playoff games I've ever watched in my life. You don't even watch football much, do you? Not that much, but I was I was running the breaks last yeah. night for the game, and and the Cardinals played like. My tweet about shit. the game was like, I was like, I had no, I, I was like, what? Isn't it illegal to kill a Cardinal in the city of Los <laughs> Angeles? <laughs> I I just said like, they know this game matters, right? <laughs> I saw that. It was funny. <laughs> um. I would like yeah. I know you don't watch a lot of football, right? But I I, I watch I watch I watch it because at work I have yeah. to. But I don't, I don't like think you, get you follow it like I do. Or no, like I, I no. So by all means, please. Like, I was just breaking it down in my head. Like, yeah. 
I was comparing to Joe Burrow and like other great quarterbacks what Kyler Murray was doing. And he's very like, I don't know, it's really kind of weird to explain. He's very like, because Kyler Murray, the quarterback for the Cardinals, had a great season, fantastic season. People love him, but I haven't, I haven't, that's honestly the first time like I've actually sat down and watched like an entire game with him. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, partially because I work every Sunday. True. Yeah. And, um, and then usually if I, if I'm off on Sunday, I'm watching the Bengals game at work or right. whatever. Um, and then I watch one game and I'm like, okay, I don't feel like watching, like I need to spend time with my wife or I have to go to Wiley's and do stuff, get ready for yeah. something. So, cause they play on the West coast, their games are sometimes later for yeah. something. So I got other stuff to do. Um, it was the first time I ever like watched him play and like five saps. I was like, holy shit. I think this guy's overrated. <laughs> yeah even though he had a great season like i was like i was like huh immediately he played anxious the whole team played anxious well he he specifically yeah. was like how he was playing i was just like what the fuck like he, his body i mean i've watched a lot of football i've watched a lot of quarterbacks he was herky jerky. Like his mm. movements were herky jerky to where I was like, he's playing anxious. Like I don't like the herky jerky. Yeah. It's like he's trying to overdo it. He was he was trying to he was trying to I think it was it's like he was overthinking every every yeah. move he made. Uh-huh. That's exactly how it was. And like like I see I'm a Bengals fan. Um and Joe Burr and I watched Joe Burr the night before. Um I mean two nights before on Saturday or two days before on Saturday and just great quarterbacks aren't herky jerky. Yeah. It was very like I was like I immediately saw I was like whoa, well, I literally went whoa because I've never watched him play before like extent like extended play I was like Bengals played really well over the weekend and first playoff win since ninety one and the Bills fucking spanked the Patriots, yeah. which which for us is is weird at our station because we air a lot of Cincinnati sports but we also hub for Buffalo, Buffalo. yeah so there's a chance we could have a. Bengals Buffalo game here at some point, which has just got us seeing dollar signs. If they but, if they both win their next games, they would play each other yeah, in the AFC it, Championship. That'd be a well, it'd be a semifinal, wouldn't it? Yeah, the AFC Championship game. So you'd have the AFC. Oh and yeah, the Super Bowl. After okay, that. yeah, that's right. They both have to win. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah. I'm, but I think right now the Chiefs are the favorite to win, aren't they? I don't think so. I don't know. know. Here's the weird thing: Buffalo look. So I'm not trying to be a Homer. Right. Some come off very. <sighs> Buffalo looks so good against the Patriots. That yeah. You're like, what the fuck? Cincinnati also beat the Chiefs heads up. In the, in the, yeah. So you're like, okay. Cincinnati and Tennessee haven't played. Cincinnati and Buffalo haven't played. Buffalo's had some weird strings of like games. Mm-hmm. This season's where you're like, huh, that's weird. And they've, they've been hot lately. Well, also, I think they did so well. Buffalo and New England are in the same division. Yeah. And so I think Buffalo was like, it was like a statement game saying, fuck you, we're not your bitch anymore. Yeah. Because like, New England would just beat the shit out of them. Right. For like years. So I think it was like a statement game. And also like, you you never have a team that go, not kick a field goal, score touchdown every single drive. Right. And <laughs> the only time they didn't was when they kneeled at the end of the game. Right. You never, I mean, that never happened. So you're like, okay, that's weird. Um, it was just very odd. But I think, I think it's tough. But I honestly give, and I'm not trying to be a homer, but I think since I win the whole fucking thing. Really, you think you think it's 
it's their year. Yeah, they're that good. They've been having a they've been having a fucking they're, really Joe good Burrow year. Is that like I am not even trying to be a homer. Yeah. I swear to God, this has come off so home like I'm a homer, <laughs> but he's I've never seen a quarterback play that good. At like his second year, it is it's it's cocky, but it's not like over it's competence. The yeah. point it's like he's just cool. It's he's level headed. Like I've never seen somebody like never get too high, mm-hmm. never get too low. He's just like right here. And he's so and he knows he can beat you. Mm-hmm. Because that's how confident he is in himself. And like he'll never get too high, never get too low. And you're like, I've never seen that before. As a Bengals, I've never seen that before in a Bengals quarterback. Ever. It's like what everyone thought they were gonna get with Baker Mayfield on the Browns. Um like Baker Mayfield, though, if you watch his college, he's yeah. very like pumped. He gets pumped. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, I actually did like Baker Mayfield calls. I think he was I think he's actually a good quarterback. He was also battling injuries all year this year, and people don't give yeah. him people give him shit. And and then he started running his mouth towards oh. the end of the season and he needed to not do that. Yeah. Because he was um, him, him and his wife were like going on Twitter talking shit about the rest of the team every time they would lose, and it's like that. Uh, it was more his wife. Though. Yeah, it's, it's not a good look, guys. No. <laughs> um, but you watch Joe Burrow play like he like when I was watching like this is the man's first. It's not his first. It's his first NFL playoff game. Keep in mind he won the he won a championship in college. Yeah, he had the best college season ever for a quarterback. In the history of the college, really? Yeah, you didn't know that. No, I didn't know that. I don't follow. I don't follow. I follow NFL way more than college football. Best quarterback season in the history of college football. Really? And that's why I didn't. And that's why, like, I almost didn't want the Bengals to draft him because, like, the last time they drafted was David Klingler from okay. Houston. From he played in Houston and he was awful. Oh, really? He oh, a, he yeah. Was a bus for the Bengals. He bang, was the not Bengals. great. Yeah. Um, but like. You sit there and you and like you watch and you're like, huh? Like I saw it all year, but the first playoff game he played like he'd been there like a thousand times. He, I mean, he's played big. I mean, in his college career, he had big, huge games. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is nothing. It's not cockiness; it's just confidence. Yeah, he plays like his dad. His dad's a football coach. Yeah, he plays like his dad's a football coach. He understands the game right more than anybody I've ever seen. You're honestly like I hate to say he reminds me of Tom Brady, like a young Tom Brady. I don't Ugh. like comparing people to Tom Brady. Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah, and I hate the guy. I literally hate Tom Brady. Uh, everyone, hate, uh, uh, anyone, anyone who says they don't hate Tom Brady is lying to themselves. Um, you can, res- you can. It's it's like we were talking about Brock Lesnar the one time. It's like you can respect him as an athlete and think he's a piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> I was watching shit. I was watching stuff about Brock Lesnar um, today. About how they found him in college wrestling, yeah. um, but like Joe was just like, he's just himself, cool, co- cool, collective, confident, got a little bit of swagger, and is a leader, and that's the hardest thing. Like, yeah. he's got leadership uh, beyond his years. Like, he's a leader, and that's hard. There's this guy named Justin Herbert who plays for San Diego Chargers. 
fucking a better arm than Burrow. Amazing arm. Can throw the I've seen that guy throw across his body mm-hmm. in a game, throw across his body like sixty yards and hit somebody. That's amazing arm strength. Mm-hmm. Right. But he doesn't have the leadership ability. And he I mean, he probably is a good leader, but nothing like Burrow. And that's why I mean San, San Diego didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. The Bengals did, and people just gather around Burrow. Like that's why they the off this offseason they signed last offseason they signed a lot of people because they wanted to play with Joe. Yeah. They they thought he was the real deal. Like a couple of the players are on record as saying Joe would actually go to the like meetings with like the coaches when they're trying to sign somebody. Yeah. And they go and have dinner and like everybody was like, Yeah, like I talked to him and like I want to play for him. Mm-hmm. He's just a leader. And that's the hardest thing. Oh, yeah. Um it kind of like it's it's it, it has me curious because like I remember when I remember when LeBron came back to the came back to the Cavs and took him all the way to the championship and and, and got that win and it kind of feels like a similar thing is happening in terms of people's attitudes changing when it comes to Joe and the Bengals yeah and um, Joe's from Athens yeah is oh is he fucking really yeah oh okay. His hometown's two and a half hours. He has a stadium named after him. His his high school stadium is named after him. Oh no shit! Because they, he won the Heisman and won national championship. They're like, let's just name this. Oh yeah, him. why not? Like he cares more about like like the public, and he's just a very giving dude when it comes to like he's rolling to the community. Yeah, yeah, community, social and justice issues, all that stuff. Like he is about that. Like, he's about it, and he'll yeah. show you he's about it. Um, like they gave him, he wore shades the other day, right? In the interview, and he was just like, and one of the guy was guys like uh, uh, after the game, he's just wearing. Everybody's like, I was even like, why are you wearing these glasses? Like it was just weird. <laughs> and then the guy was like, is there like a significance why you're wearing these glasses? He's like, I just thought they look kind of cool. <laughs> Do you think they look cool? And then people gave him shit. They gave him shit for wearing them because they were not they they were they weren't what they thought they were. He uh-huh. never said what they were they were from. Right. But somebody brought it up like, oh, these are thousand dollars glasses. He's like, no, I got these from this chick because he wanted to support local business. Yeah. He wanted to support a local black business and he bought them from her. So it's just kind of like the dude just like he gets it. He just wants to play football. He wants to be, yeah. Well, and again, to, to liken it back to the LeBron thing, you talked about being a being a good leader, not just being a good player, being a good leader. What got the the Cavs to that win was that LeBron was you know, leading on the court as well as much as he was playing. Now, a lot of that started to go away after a while. But that that particular year, the reason the Cavs won is because LeBron had that that middle ground of being a good leader, being a good player. Well, I'm a huge Cavs fan, too. Yeah. And uh, I will always remember that series because they're down 3-1. Yeah. And... I was I, I was I was running game. that series. I, I remember. can't remember what game it was. I think it was the it was the uh, the game. I think it was game five. No, it was actually it was the third. It was the uh, fourth game when uh, what you call it went up three games to one because Golden State won. Yeah, because the Cavs won the first game of that series, and yeah. then Golden State won the next three. So Steph Curry just goes up for this layup, mm-hmm. no biggie. Um, at the end of the game, and LeBron's like, fuck that yeah, shit. Yeah, I remember that shot. And then from there, I was like, oh, he's mean. He means, I, yeah. I know he wants it, but he means business. Well, especially because they lost to Golden State the year before. Because the year before, it was Golden State and the Cavs. 
We always want you guys to be a part of the show. So join in on the conversation. All you got to do is head over to our website, www.tblpod.net, and you can click on the blue microphone and leave us a voice message, which we'll respond to on the air. You can also use our website to access our official Discord server and chat with us and all kinds of other listeners just like you at any time you want. Once again, head on over to our website, www.tblpod.net. I hear arena football. I think about that scene from Starship Troopers. Bunny. <laughs> Very funny. The shower scene? <laughs> <laughs> Um, everyone forgets about that football game at the beginning of that movie, and it's the weirdest fucking... I've never seen people doing backflips to play football in my life, but... Such a weird, but good, but bad movie. It's a, it's a movie I love to hate, to love. But I also like, because my dad had the book that it was based on from, like, the fucking 70s or whatever, and I read the book. Nothing like the movie. Not, not even a little bit. But the book covers like his entire military career. Oh. The thing with the bugs is like two chapters. Oh, serious? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it's it's really fun. So, but like in in the book, they've got like armor and flamethrowers and all this other shit. And in the movie, it's just a lot of tits and a lot of fucking dudes getting limbs chopped off. Yeah, pretty much. Which I think is why I like it because it's just fucking brutal. Well, I love. Remember the cartoon, the, the computer animated cartoon. No, oh, that was a thing. Starship, look it up right now. Starship Troopers. Okay, Roughnecks. Yep. Roughnecks is what it's called. Yep. Okay. Yep. Roughnecks Starship Troopers Chronicles. Oh yeah. Yeah, I got gotcha. This is actually before high school. It was made in '99. This looks like it was made in '99. <laughs> Because this came out, then like Beast Wars also was a big thing. Yes, yeah, because the the animation reminds me a lot of a lot of stuff I was watching around that time. Almost looks like a Halo movie. Yeah. Halo show. Paul Verhoeven, of course. Interesting. I wonder if that's available anywhere to like watch to like watch it's a good question i'd watch uh, oh it's on fubo okay it's on crackle all right there is 10 what how many episodes are there um it says oh my god 36 episodes 40 uh 36 episodes and four clip shows okay okay no wonder it seemed like it lasted forever it's a lot of fucking episodes for one season for one season yeah Interesting. I I loved it for whatever reason. And it's about the same fucking characters too, different people, but different actors, but still about John Rico and Diz and 
Okay. All right. I'm going to fucking look this up uh, later and see if I can find it to watch it. Maybe I can find it somewhere. Cough, cough online to. Uh, it's, it's, I, enjoy, I thoroughly enjoyed it. That's bonkers. That's fucking. Okay. I can't wait to watch that. You're welcome. Fucking Starship Troopers animated. Jesus. Because <laughs> it was that. And like you could watch that. What happened was you watched that. I, yeah. Well, every morning I watched that. And then right after that was Beast Wars. Then I go to school. Uh, okay. Gotcha. Oh, so, fucking Beast Wars. So I man. had to wake up. But it was only like at 6, 630 in the morning yeah. that it came out. Like you couldn't watch it any other time. Yeah. A lot, they had a lot of that stuff kind of tucked away in like the really early morning hours. Mm-hmm. Um, which if you're like. Like when I was in elementary school, I was getting up that fucking early. Because that's when school started. But. That's usually when Power Rangers was on for me. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, dude. That's great. Because, yeah, like I said, that animation reminds me a lot of, like, uh, uh, the Beast. There was a lot of those shows in the late 90s that were that weird kind of half-ass CGI. What was that one? Fuck. Max Steel was one. Yeah. They made a movie of that a couple years ago. It did. It, they pulled it from theaters after opening weekend. That's hilarious. It made less than a million dollars in its opening weekend. That's funny. It's fucking hilarious. It looked like fucking trash. But it's Max Steel. The show wasn't exactly popular when it was on. Nobody was begging for a Max Steel movie. God. It's up there with Jem and the Holograms. Oh. That, that got pulled from theaters after a week. 